This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Very much looking forward to that. A lot of NFL award conversation coming up tomorrow on the show, coming up Thursday on the show, coming up next week on the show. We'll hit every single award market in the National Football League. We have some time now, though, to hit one of these award markets. So we had it budgeted to do offensive and defensive rookie of the year today. Offensive rookie of the year, Ken, is likelier to be a meteor conversation, right? So let's save offensive rookie of the year. And let's hit, uh, let's hit defensive rookie of the year. And I- I've got notes on basically like every player in this market. Do you have like any sort of like uh, like opening salvo here on defensive rookie of the year? Like you're great with this kind of like here's kind of like how this award is gone, et cetera here. Sauce Gardner obviously winning the award last year. One of the best rookies we've seen in quite some time on the defensive side of the ball on the NFL. Yeah, just uh, two notes on this market for people to keep in mind. And as we do these awards, I just remind people – you live in, I mean, I think we often live in like the best time in terms of like every day is probably like the best day to be alive because technology and just like the way quality of life is. But in terms of betting, it's kind of the same thing for betting awards. Uh, you don't have to bet everything before the year now. You can just bet it during the year, like watch a couple games, watch a month, watch two months uh, or don't bet. But you can you can bet at so many different points during the season. You don't have to like fire everything before the year starts. Uh, this is the one award market I would pick out versus all the others where I just got to see it first. Like I just, it's, it's so volatile and we know so little about the impact defensive players will have that like sauce Gardner wasn't the favorite last year. And in about three games, everybody figured out that he was the most likely player to win. It just took seeing it a little bit and trying to basically buy a game or two games, maybe try to get ahead of the market on, on the most likely player to win um, in terms of who typically wins. I mean, as you would imagine, like guys drafted in the first round win more often, but that's like irrelevant. That would be true. Like, yeah, the good players win more often. Um, You want whoever the player is that you like, whether you like an edge rusher or a linebacker or a a player who plays in the secondary, um, they should be really good at accumulating a key statistic for that position. So if you're going to bet on a defensive lineman and they're not going to get a ton of sacks, that's a bad bet. If you're going to bet a linebacker and they can't lead the NFL in tackles, 
that's a bad bet. And if you're going to bet a player in the secondary, and I used to think it was just interceptions, but we really, really used passes defense a lot. And Sauce like had the most passes defensed in the league last year, uh, even though he did not have a ton of interceptions. So like passes defense stats, whether that's INTs or just you literally are like the best cover corner in the league already, like he was. Um, whoever you're going to bet on, like make sure the raw counting stat attached to that position, they can get a ton of. And if they can't, but they're just really good, that's still a really bad bet. Uh, and then the second note would be the the favorite in this market has to be vulnerable because we don't know anything. Uh, any, any player, even if you love a player this year, like you love Jalen Carter, you love Tyree Wilson, whatever, uh, whoever the favorite is, is vulnerable because we don't know anything. So, and that wouldn't be true in like basically any other award market. Nobody has any idea how good any of these players are going to be with like, which is why price is probably going to be where you're going to want to go to start the year. And Nick, I'm going to guess like you probably have some prices that you think are pretty interesting. Uh, just like you shouldn't feel confident that like, a guy should be the favorite right now. If you feel that way, then like that's probably wrong. It's probably very wide open because we know nothing. Now the uh, the and well said the favorite in the market. It should surprise no one was the first defensive player off the board. Not only the first defensive player off the board, but the Houston Texans making what I think a lot of and it doesn't really matter for betting, but just for real life, what I think a lot of NFL analysts. NFL fans would look at it and say, wow, this is a pretty insane trade. Like normally you make a trade like this for like a franchise quarterback. And they made this trade for an edge rusher, uh, trading to the third overall pick in the draft after taking CJ Stroud second, trading, you know, a bolo to Arizona for the right to take Will Anderson, the Alabama pass rusher with the third overall pick in the draft. Anderson, the favorite sitting at MGM about plus 350 plus 400. He is the odds on favorite. Uh, so Anderson is the favorite. Uh, from there, we go to Jalen Carter at about plus 550. Ooh, out of Georgia, obviously, Philadelphia Eagle, who's been awesome. Nolan Smith's been really good, too. So basically, the Eagles' defensive strategy, it's pretty good ones. Like, yeah, we're just going to draft a bunch of, like, Georgia players because, you know, they just win the national title and they're really good. It's pretty smart. Pretty smart front office. Jalen Carter, about plus 550, who, again, has been a beast thus far this offseason and training camp, preseason, etc. Tyree Wilson... Uh, picked inside the top 10 by the Raiders, pass rusher, has barely practiced. And like, we th maybe he'll be good to go in week one. Maybe that, maybe create some value on Tyree Wilson. I think we have to see it with Tyree Wilson, who's not fully 100% healthy yet. But Tyree Wilson right now sitting at about six to one to be defensive rookie of the year. Devin Witherspoon, the fifth overall pick in the draft by the Seahawks, who would, that would have been Denver's pick. He's not starting on the outside right now, Ken. Uh, Seattle has a bunch of really good corners already. Devin Witherspoon's going to so start out as the slot cornerback. Now, what might help Witherspoon, and this is just me like giving my opinion here. I don't have to be right. Witherspoon's a trash talker. He's very in-your-face, known for being a really hard hitter for the position. And like, if they're able to establish like Legion of Boom V 2.0, like maybe he becomes like the leader of that, and like could help like him narrative wise if he's like you know highlights on Sports Center or like he's all over Twitter right for making like that big play, making the big hit, jawing at a receiver that's down, and maybe maybe he'll get flagged for maybe he won't for that. But Witherspoon, I don't know if he can get there based on the stats if he's going to be playing in the slot at least to start the year. Witherspoon at nine to one, Christian Gonzalez of the Patriots, cornerback out of Oregon, ten to one. By all by all accounts, like kind of like an up and down training camp right now. I don't know if the expectation should be that Gonzalez is like Sauce Gardner as a rookie. Lucas Van Ness of the Packers pass rusher at 14 to 1. He's a pass rusher. Um, I think that people think like this is me at least, like pass rusher for the Packers, like is it gonna be like Clay Matthews? That's what I think. Maybe it's, it's, how good is this guy gonna be? Um, reports have not been great on Lucas Van Ness thus far. 14 to 1 still has a lot of time to turn it around. Emmanuel Forbes Chem 
who we referenced earlier, Washington Commanders first round pick cornerback, like great reports. Camp in preseason had a huge stop, like a big tackle on a third down last night that drew some attention from the broadcast. But again, like cornerback. And unless he's going to be like as good as Sauce Gardner, like can he, can he win the award? And Ken, I'm curious to hear your thoughts there. Will McDonald of the Jets pass rusher who like had the great game week one of the preseason against Carolina. He's a 25 to one. Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle for Tampa, like basically being held out until week one. He's a 25 to right. one. Like football people really love him. The guy that I, Nolan Smith is 20 to one. We referenced him earlier for the Eagles. The guy that I like. And Ken, I'll give you the floor to kind of give your thoughts on as many of these players as you'd like. The guy that I really like, and I texted with our pal Joey Kanish about this earlier. Kanish comes on the show. Kanish like lives in Detroit, Detroit Lions super fan. And I'm kind of thinking like, okay, like if I like this guy, chances are Kanish likes him as well. And I texted Kanish like, hey, what do you think about Jack Campbell for defensive rookie of the year? And Kanish said, I'm thinking about it now and I like it so much I'm going to bet it. Tackling machine. And I agree fully with Kanish. Now, like real life NFL analysts had a big issue with the Lions' first two draft picks, running back and linebacker. Like it's a terrible use of draft capital. How could you do this? Like, how do you take Jameer Gibbs 12th overall? How do you take Campbell with the first round pick? Like, okay, like that can be true in real life. Also, Jameer Gibbs could win Offensive Rookie of the Year and could be awesome in real life, just plays a position that's devalued. And Jack Campbell could have like 150 tackles and be like a, at a position that's devalued a linebacker and still be awesome. Now, Campbell's going to be like the captain of this Lions defense. He's already kind of like taking that mantle. Dan Campbell loves him. And if he's got a ton of tackles and he's like Dan Campbell's guy and he's like fits the mold of like this like uh, like gritty linebacker, right? Iowa linebacker. I, I like that Campbell price, Ken, at 15 to 1. So he'd be the guy I'd look at now if I were to bet this before the season, want to take a shot at Will Anderson or take a shot at Jalen Carter. Um, curious your thoughts on on these players here. Do you have an opinion on Jack Campbell with kind of like the rationale that I gave? Well, it seems like, uh, you know, as I said earlier, you know, if you're going to bet a player in this market, you want their upside. If you're going to bet an edge, uh, can they get, is their upside to get double digit sacks this year? That should be like the question that you're asking. And maybe we'll get into a couple of those guys in a second. Uh, edges are the lowest price because, like, they 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 win the most, but it's a little more evenly distributed than you'd think. Um, but you know, just like in defensive player of the year, where edges are the shortest price, and defensive rookie of the year, it's no different. Be a ton of opportunity for these players, and they were very very high draft picks, which is the other big part of it. Um, so. If you're an edge, can you get double-digit sacks? If you're a linebacker, like literally, can you lead the NFL, not rookies, can you lead the NFL in tackles? It's basically like you're Luke Keekley, Darius Leonard, like that's it. That's like basically your list. And it's like, can you be that? And I think what you're saying with Jack Campbell is like, yes, that is the upside for like this player is to be that. That's the upside. And if you feel that way, then, then it's probably a good bet. Um, and then with a secondary player, like Sauce, like I mentioned, had a million passes defense last year at like the rep to be like an all-pro player. Um, didn't have the INTs, but like the two other previous secondary winners were like Marcus Peters and Marshawn Lattimore. Peters led the NFL, not rookies, led the NFL interceptions when he won. And Lattimore had like nine picks. So like, yes, it's like, well, could this player be Sauce Gardner? Also like accumulate tons of, again, those counting stats. It just, it's, it's going to be a really short list, like really right out of the gate. I don't think it's a short list right now because there's so little we know, but honestly, like a week into the seat, like you just got to see it. I think once to be like, how many snaps is the guy playing? What is the realistic upside? Not like, 
necessarily production, like did they get a sack or not, but just is the opportunity even going to be there to like have those kinds of, how are they being used? So like I, just one name that stands out, and again, you're going to know more about this stuff than I am, like just how these players fit into their schemes and their and the teams that drafted them. Like is the Eagles defensive line still really deep where like is Jalen Carter getting like as many opportunities to make big plays as the other edges that got drafted or something like that. Cause like, that would be a name where it's like, look, I see the Twitter videos. The guy was like, maybe could have been the number one pick in the draft. Like the talent is there is the opportunity there. Like, is he going to play as much as some of the other guys? Can he get 10 sacks in a season necessarily? Maybe the answer is yes. Cause he's so good. It's just kind of like, that's, that's how I'd be thinking as you're kind of like maybe going through week one, you know, snap counts and depth charts and stuff like that. It's an embarrassment of riches on this Eagles defensive line still, even after losing Javon Hargrave. Brandon Graham is still there. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, Carter, Nolan Smith. It's, yeah, like I, Carter's talent obviously is like kind of through the roof. And yeah. I, just as an aside, I, I know the Eagles have lost a lot and they lost both their coordinators. I think they might go like 15 and two again. It hurts might win MVP. I think they're going to be like absolutely freaking awesome. Yes. They just have awesome yes. players. Yes. Like it's the just, roster's sick. Like what's their floor? If Hertz doesn't, if Hertz doesn't get injured, what is like the lowest number of games they can win this year? Nine. The, lo- at the absolute lowest, probably 10. <laughs> just like right. So, that's so stupid. That's so but right. Yeah, I mean, God, did anybody watch the team last year? Uh, yeah, like nine or ten, I guess, for something like that. And yeah, they could. Their upside is to be have the best record in the NFL, for sure. So I agree with you on that. But just you get my point on Carter, where it's like, okay, well, if this is like the thing, and I understand it's what they had. Uh, uh, every member of their defensive line had ten plus sacks last year, right? That was like they set some kind of record, right, for having that. So it's not like when you have a lot of good defensive linemen, they all can't eat. Just like, do the other edges have that issue? Like, or is, or you could turn it into a positive, right? Like, oh, well now, well, he's not going to get doubled ever. (laughs) So so like, maybe that's a, it's just, it's these, again, this is why it's like, it's fun to bet this before the year. And if you bet big prices before the year, this is probably a market where it's okay to do that. Um, Maybe like you feel like you kind of know something that the market doesn't totally know yet, or, or you don't like some of the favorites, whatever. Um, It's just, it's such, so tough to handicap before we see actual games, but man, in like a week or two, end of the year i i feel like the conversation on this gets really restricted really fast and uh and it might be one of the few award markets where that's true where it's like from zero to week two you learn like everything um whereas like mvp we may not know have a really clear idea until like week 12 of uh of who the like the two or three candidates are so Campbell would be my guy right now. And like, may- maybe it is a big barrier to entry or barrier to winning for him if he's going to have to lead the NFL in tackles as a rookie. But I think that's within his range of outcomes where I think he's at the price to me, to me right now would be the most attractive Campbell in 15 to one. So I want to have a Raiders conversation for a second, like bouncing off like the Tyree Wilson, who was taken off the non-football injury list last member. He had the foot injury leading up to the yeah. NFL draft. And Josh McDaniels is quoted as saying, like, we're going to like ease him in. We're not going to like just throw him into the fire immediately. Where I think if you wanted to build like a bull case for the Raiders this year, and like, what is that? It's not, it's never like to be better than the Chiefs if Mahomes healthy. It's never Wild like win spot. the AFC or win the last, Super Bowl. Last playoff spot, but, something like that, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Wild card spot over the win total. Let's say Tyree Wilson's good. Let's just say that that's the case. And maybe it takes him a couple weeks to get there, but like he's good. Tyree Wilson, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. 
like destroying opposing offensive game plans. I think that's your path. That's that that is your bull case for the Raiders. It's not Devontae Adams has 150 catches. It's not Josh Jacobs runs for 1,800 yards. It's these three pass rushers completely wreck the opposing game plan. I think that's your path for the Raiders this year. Sure. Not not crazy to think if Wilson's good that that could happen. Not crazy. Also, it'd be interesting to read more reports about Tyree Wilson as we get closer to the start of the year. If he's like low snap count first two to three weeks, like that might be like a disqualifier, honestly, if some of these other guys have big seasons. Or or maybe it's like his price gets low enough that you might want to bet him at that point if we feel like it's going to go up. Sure. Maybe gets a bunch of sacks. We'll see. Talk about when we get there. On the other side, how about some bets for tonight? We got you covered here on You Better You Bet.